Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to mark out No So for Pow Pro Wrestling's Wicked Game. We get to talk about maybe some shots off air that AEW CM Punk's did to one hangman. Uh, other wrestling news that will be discussed here. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm along here with the enforcer of the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Yeah. I tried really hard to have something clever to say, and that's what came out. Yeah. It wasn't even LA Night style. Just, yeah. 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 And the marquee of No Cell, Mike Booble. Well, first, just to clarify, we are not doing the wrestling news. We will be talking about wrestling's news, just to clarify. Uh, Everything that they said. And and wrestling is stupid, guys, because a bunch of guys with no pants fight for a belt. Yes, I've heard championship. that. Championship. Championship. It's an opportunity for a championship, pal. Fuck you, Vince. You don't ruin my joke. I can I can just imagine Vince at a stand-up. He would ruin every joke. Well, because every punchline would be goddamn, pal. But, no, I mean, imagine him in the audience. He would just be stepping on every joke. Vince wouldn't know what a punchline is. I don't understand, pal. He would say go home, and then that'd be like the end of the joke. Go. Well, we're gonna go home now. End of joke. Thank you for having me. Go home. <laughs> Kevin Dunn. Where's Kevin Dunn now? Well, Can you imagine the stand-up special taped like a Kevin Dunn, like eighty-five I'm... camera breaks during a joke. <laughs> he he's taking a drink of water and just like nine cuts. Yeah. I mean, actually. That would be perfect for Kevin Dunn because it's just audio. Like that would actually be the perfect use for his skill set. <laughs> like outside of like Carrot Top, how much visual comedy do you need? That's a good point. That's true. Well, we're going to be talking about Pal Pro Wrestling right now as we be marking out no selling for Wicked Game. Again, you can still get your tickets now at powproresting.eventbrite.com or powproresting.com. We got a 30-person rumble to regret with the winner challenging POW champion Funny Bone, who's not our champion, in a barbed wire match later going on. Who do you guys do you guys have a Winner in mind for the to the uh, Rumble to Regret match. I do, but it's a dumb answer. So you guys go first. Well, I mean, as always, my guy Caden Cassidy. If he's in it. If he's in. I it. mean, yeah. You're gonna tell Caden Cassidy he's not in it. Good point. You go ahead. You go ahead and point. do that. I'll be over here not doing that. That's a great point. Well, I will let you know now that Caden will be part of the Tea Party pre-show. So get your VIP tickets I mean, now as well. But that, that tells me he's in the building, so Mike might sure be is. right. I'm just saying. I'm not telling that man he can't be in whatever match he wants to be in. He may not even win, and he might just be in that Funny Bone match. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. My answer, honestly, with everything that's changed, I think it's going to be someone we don't suspect. I don't have a name for you. I'm just simply Amira. saying someone we don't suspect. Like completely out of left field. That's that's a chance to make someone maybe. 
Amira versus Funny Bone in a barbed wire match. Book it. Let's do it. I, you know who, you know who I think it will be. Who, my my dark horse. Marjorie. Uh, I wish. I mean, I don't. Um, Charlie Avell. Why not? Because it's to me what they've done to him in the past couple of weeks. It have felt like previous Money in the Bank winners. That they get their like handed to every week, and then all of a sudden they're the champion. You know, like they 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 get they cash it in. Could so, be. You know, that's my kind of my mindset going into thinking maybe that it will be Avell just because of what they've been doing. Plus, you need it. You know, uh, a heel might I say, or you know. But- Plus, if Pound needs a, a sexy world champion now, it's a... That's true. That is true. Just the whole Wait. kid is an available brother. Are you saying Funny Bone is not sexy? No, I'm not saying that at all. Well, well, let me ask Let me ask you guys, where do you think this the uh, Rumble is placed? First match of the night? First, last match before intermission? Uh, you know what? That's a good question. I never thought of it. Um... I kind of hope they lead off with the son of a bitch and then let you stew over who won the, you know, kind of whether it be a surprise or an old favorite, just uh, you kind of percolate on that until the main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know if I'd want to go like last match before intermission and then only have like 30 minutes to rest up before I fought Funny Bone with a bunch of barbed wire. Yeah, I hope it opens. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> I'm tired. Now let's go wrap me in barbed wire. <laughs> I mean, that's how I go to sleep, but, you know, I'm weird. You you do like sleep. I, we told you, you know, get a a compression bed, but you just decide just to get the barbed wire bed, you know? I mean, I am compressed. It's the weirdest way to fight sleep apnea that I've ever heard, but whatever. <laughs> Talk effect- about box springs, am I right? Passing out is the same as sleeping to to me. So that's it. It's true. I'll sleep when I'm dead, pal. <laughs> Goddamn, pal. Uh, another match we have it'll be part of the pre-show will be Nick Radford taking on uh, Stephen Bradley. That sounds like a, and I'm not. This isn't uh, to disparage either one because I, I like him. But just with the regular names like that, that sounds like every generic opening match on a territory card in 1973. Well, I mean, Stephen Bradley is the pro wrestler, so. There you go. I mean, it works out. It's very much on brand. Um, uh, another match we have will be. Uh, Joe, I got to stop you real quick. Yeah. I have to go way off topic for just a second. And just point okay. out in the Padres game, the Diamondbacks are wearing their 01 championship uniform. Oh, I know. All weekend they've, long. They've been running all weekend long. <laughs> don't get me started, sir. All right. Don't get me know, started. Don't get, don't get me started. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Luis Gonzalez, American hey, hero. You're rough and having a couple feathers right now. <laughs> I saw those Friday night and I about threw up. I did two, but then we put 10 on them. Then the next day we put zero on them. What up? That's, that um, sounds about right. That's not how our whole season's been going. So, <laughs> at, as you te- up on, hey, at least you at, put 10 up on people. 
Yeah. As you told, as you told me the other day, we should just, you know, look Our yourself in the here. mirror and go, we suck on the next season. Yep. There's nothing you and me could do about it, buddy. We're yeah. done. Just, we suck. Move on. <laughs> Speaking of moving on, our next match, we have the Fallen Angel, Fallen Flower, Kikio. Like Christopher on, Daniels? I wish. <laughs> Fallen uh, Flower, Kikio, taking on Izzy McQueen. I feel like did this match happened in a previous pal back in 2019. No, maybe. I, I feel like it did, maybe. It's a maybe. I, I can't swear on it. I don't remember seeing Izzy after that initial match with Rebel. I could be wrong about that, but I don't I remember seeing her after that. That's true, too. I, I just I can't quite remember those early cards, so I'm probably wrong. But anyway, it'll be a good match. Yeah, should be. Will be. Look at Kikyo to, to, to show dominance. Our next match we have will be a strap match as we Dr. Cleaver versus Derek Shaw. Finally, these former partners are going to square off. We get the strap match that we never got between Bam Bam Bigelow and Tatanka in 1995. Thank you, Mr. Ulala, for at least pulling through with this one. <laughs> so, looking at you, grow which, them up soon. Which one is which in this scenario? <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess Cleaver would be Tatanka because he's the heel. And Charles Bam Bam. What? Was Tatanka ever really a heel? Uh, only a very, very lame one. I mean, he did beat The Undertaker. Well, that too. But I mean, like, the lamest heel ever possibly is Tatanka. Look, he was never, to me, that great of a performer, but I've never in my life seen a heel turn somehow take all talent from your body. Never seen it before. That is impressive. One of the one of the biggest, like, oh, you're a heel now? Oh, wet farts? He immediately meant nothing. It was like, holy crap. What, what facilitated said turn? Uh, so... Ted DiBiase claimed that he had bought Lex Luger when he was in that Made in the USA gimmick. But he'd bought and sold. He bought him. He's in the Million Dollar Corporation. Tonka was Luger's friend. And he believed him. He spent months haranguing Luger for selling out when it was obvious Luger hadn't sold out. And by the time the turn came with SummerSlam, it was beyond obvious that Tonka himself had sold out and had screwed Luger. But uh, yet somehow some people still didn't see it coming. So, and it was a truly terrible match, a truly terrible angle, and a <laughs> truly terrible heel turn. And holy, they, you know what? There should be a, a long-term podcast discussion on how lame the Million Dollar Corporation was feel stable in that time frame. Coming soon to No Cell, the Million Dollar War Stories. There you go. How you can take a lot of talented people and somehow put them together to make them no talent whatsoever. <laughs> All culminating with the Ringmaster. Right? It'd be, oh. what, a three-week special, at least? <laughs> It'd be about a month, if we a really month? wanted to uh. go in-depth. <laughs> I'm here for it. We'd have to start, Our, of course, I, with how 
with how during the new generation where they were making fun of WCW for signing Mean Gene and Hulk Hogan, they brought back uh, youngster Nikolai Volkov to be in the Million Dollar Corporation. I mean, it's the upcomer Joe Gomez. There you go. I can see all four men walking down the beach. I was just going to say, here's to <laughs> Joe's thinking of that beach scene right now as we speak. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, find that image, uh, print it out, make it a poster, and cu- put it above my uh, the office. Put it above the bed, see if the producer. Yeah. Can. Yep. <laughs> I can just imagine that. Oh no! This oh no! Yeah. I'll allow it though. I'll make it happen. <laughs> Next match is the best two out of three falls to finally decide the POW tag titles. Does it? Those dirty cheating. Hammer Brothers versus the Blanchards. Blanchard Country. Almost did. You almost did it right. What you meant to say was No Cell Entertainment's favorite tag team, the Hammer Brothers, versus those dirty bastards from Glenwood, the Blanchards. What the hell? Again, wrong. But. I mean, it's on the internet. Confirmed. (laughs) That's true. But the internet lies, you know? Name one line. Um, the Tampa Bay Ray player. No. <laughs> wow. Kind of like Letterkenny. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> you you degen. Yeah. The Tampa um, Bay degens. Joe, that's a pro Wander Franco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Question mark. I don't know. Allegedly, allegedly. I just think Wanda Franco's a big Michael Scott fan. Possibly. <laughs> Little kid lover. They, that I heard means his favorite that... tag team was totally dudes. Oh, what the hell? Now that's just going a little uh, extreme. <laughs> well, he's an American male. God. All right. Well, the Blanchards are taking the titles back home where yes, they, they belong. Are. Yes, they are. You know, uh, yeah, I don't see that at all. That doesn't make any sense. It's gonna happen. I, I mean, I'm gonna say that the Blanchers are gonna win the title, and whoever wins the Rumble will be winning the title off of Funny Bone. Guarantee. Guarantee. Oh God. It's a guarantee. So you know what happens, Corey? Since the it's the Lessel guarantee. So who won between uh, the Hammer Brothers and Blanchards? I'll see for. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Lussell guarantees the current uh, is the modern day Russo swerve. <laughs> it's that bash the beach all over again. It's just bash at wicked game. Bash at wicked game. <laughs> Don't. But should again, be a, should be a very interesting fun night though. Yeah. Yeah. I for one am really looking forward to it because it kind of feels like it's uh oh I can't say that because uh, I'm so tired of that fucking team, but. It's a new era, maybe. Yes. Yes, it is. I'm trying to see if I can get your um, uh, one Jeff Mack to come out, your cousin to come out. He he'll Good be back in town. Him. Yeah, he he's. To. Yeah, he needs to. I'm. I mean, push for it. He just he comes in on the 17th, but he's just he already pre assumption that he'll be jet lagged. Too bad. So, he doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. He doesn't have to do anything. He just has to sit there. He, 
So yeah. I will I will push for him to I mean, join us. To be fair, we we may or may not tell Caden that uh, Jeff Mack did say that he was the worst worker on earth, and just whatever happens after that happens. But Alleg- allegedly, allegedly, he has no idea that I've booked him in the Rumble to regret, does he? He does not know that yet. Well, I mean, I'm going to point out that Jeff Mack's coming back, and Vacant's not here anymore. That's all I'm going to say. That's a well, that's weird. And then you know, I think I. Last time Vacant had a match, didn't Corey? Didn't you uh, go to the bathroom for a split second and then? I, I mean, yeah. You know what? I had an upset stomach. I had to take care of some business. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing wrong with that. What's this double standard? Oh, no double standard at all, there, sir. You know, we're on, I mean, we're on the sorry, same side. I'm sorry, I missed him. Heard it was a great match. <laughs> Heard he was a fantastic <laughs> worker. Really. It really, would explain really, the twin magic that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, why is your partner Shawn Michaels and Diesel? That doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about it. Um, Again, get your tickets now for uh, Wicked Games at powprowrestling.eventbrite.com, powprowrestlings.com, or Eventbrite app, and look for Power Pro Wrestling. But that's not the only show we're here going to promote for one, pal, as they have live pro wrestling at the Popcorn Utopia on September 1st. Cheap Pops. It is uh, for Art House. Um, get your tickets now. Uh, there'll be VIP options, including reserve seating, karaoke contest, retro video game trailer, movie marathon, and mo- more available at the Art House website. EugeneArtHouse.com. So get your tickets now. For- oh, go ahead. Go yeah. finish the book. That was it. Just get your tickets right, now. So- so, like, what's your go-to karaoke tune, Joe? Uh, um, hmm. I don't know. I'm a, uh, living on a prayer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little Bon Jovi. Uh, Bon Jovi, yeah. What's your go-to karaoke tune? Uh, I fucking hate karaoke and don't do it. I don't, I don't watch. I don't it. watch it. I don't do it. I hate it. I I don't mind watching it. I'm a little. I'm a gun shy, right? So I don't really do it. The only time famously I ever did it was on my uh, bachelor party. Apparently, I was so fucking wasted. I got up there with a group of Asian men and sang <laughs> "I'm a Believer" by the Monkees. There it is. I, I mean, shout no to Smash Mouth did it better. And I have no idea where the group of Asian gentlemen came from. And where hey, they went. Apparently, we <laughs> killed it. Maybe that's uh, what you you were seeing, you know, like, but no one else could. No, in fact, everybody else was telling me about it. I had no <laughs> recollection. So, if I had to do one though, in the spirit of the question, yep. yes, I'm not a, I'm not a coward, like Jeff Mack. In the spirit of the question, uh, I would pick something that like the crowd could also sing along with, so to take some pressure off. So Seth Rollins theme song. So maybe tequila because there's only one word that'd be great. Yeah. Or you wouldn't think. Uh, Or I would sing "Baby Got Back." There you go. That's not bad. Mm. Yeah, need some hip hop in there. You know what? I never thought about it really, but Joe might be onto something because Bon Jovi might be a karaoke staple. Because it's my life would be a pretty fun one. Oh, it is. It's it's a karaoke staple. 
just don't don't do Whitney. Just nobody listen. Don't do Whitney. Just don't. And I, yeah, will always love you. That's exactly what I wanted. Okay, sounds <laughs> great. Holy shit! Sign me up. And record companies. Amazing. Get, get Barry Gordy on the phone. Yeah. Right. He's he's so old. He's got to be tone deaf. I might have a chance. Get Sam Phillips in here. It's gonna, gonna contract stat. Yep, I'm ready to go. Again, get your tickets now for both events right now. You don't want to miss out on both shows. Well, well, AEW guys uh, has a two pay per views in two weeks, or one in two weeks, and the next one is in three weeks. Yeah. And they've kind of started with the card for All In, which we will mark out no so here. Next week. But let me uh, run it down for you, all right? For some reason, in the pre-show, in the zero hour, Aussie Open will be defending the ROH tag titles against MJF and Adam Cole. For some reason, you don't get it? It's for for MJF to uh, turn his back. Well, it's for one of them to do something, but yeah, yeah, that I, I get, I get that's the whole point of this. But it's, it also is for another reason too. It's, it's to get the main storyline, which, uh, that's the big storyline. I mean, every week that pops a huge rating for their mm-hmm. TV. It's to get that on the zero hour so that people sitting on the fence, uh, will make those orders after something happens in that match. It's to get extra tickets, extra buys. Smart mm. move. Um, for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, FTR are taking on the Young Bucks. The rubber match. Uh, uh, I worry about it because certain EVPs just signed new contracts, brother. Yep. Uh, so I kind of worry that uh, that's gonna mean a victory for them, dude. The uh, this match is a year and a half too late. Um. Like Corey, I think some certain folks with some stroke are going to use said stroke and win those titles back. Yep. And uh, we talked about a little bit off air. I mean, Corey can go into it, but this match doesn't make sense not in the United States, especially like in Chicago the following week. That's where this match would have made sense. Which, and you never know. I mean, AEW has never done this t- type of booking before. But with two pay-per-views in a row, you can always do the quick title change in England, rematch in Chicago, switch them back. You know what I mean? They've never so, done that before. But yeah. other places have. That That's actually my fear about this pay-per-view, is that this isn't, like, as big. I think uh, Mr. Lala talked about it on his Facebook. That for as big of an event this is, this does not feel like a big event. And so my fear is that we're going to get essentially just uh, indie quote-unquote dream matches. And then either rematches the following week or uninspired one-week builds. So they're going to kill essentially two pay-per-views in once. Well, the Forbidden Door did the indie dream matches. There's not really any indie dream matches signed for this one. Uh, 
this is uh, this was thrown together. This is supposed to be FTR against somebody else. I have a feeling that was gin and juice, um, in a rubber match of that thing, which I would much prefer. Because I do know the original plan for the Young Bucks and Jesus Christ is this an upgrade for them? Um, uh, fuck it, I'll just. It's supposed to be the hang. It's supposed to be Hangman and the Young Bucks against the Righteous from Ring of Honor. The uh, who? They were feuding with Dark Order, uh, and they're going to be getting a push, but they didn't do the storyline that's to, supposed to start it. They were the crazy the, the Bray Wyatt guy with all the tattoos. And his like disciples, uh, they're called the righteous. And it's he does Bray Wyatt better than Bray Wyatt, but it's still not an over act yet. Don't, they haven't really started to push him. Don't say that name because if you say it multiple times, he will come back and it'll be pointless. Well, I got news for you. Somebody done said the name then. Ah, yeah. Um, but anyway, that was what it was supposed to be. Believe it or not, nobody can believe it, but it's that's been uh, confirmed. Uh, they had a great match with Dark Order at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, and conceivably there was supposed to be an angle shot afterwards to get them more over and used, but they never did it, so this was changed. I mean, better for the Bucks, but, you know, this match is cold as shit. So I, Yeah. Like, it'll be a, a fine match, but I, I fear that the Bucks are going to win. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm just assuming they're going to win. So, yeah, I'm not really too excited because of that. Uh, we also have a four-way match for the AEW Women's World Championship as Sheeta defending her title against Tony Storm, Soraya, and either Britt Baker or The Bunny. Yeah, which one do you I mean. Think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I, this, this sucks. Like, this should just be a one-on-one match with Sheeta and Storm. This sucks. Yeah, I would have just preferred that. Originally, the title change was supposed to be at this pay-per-view, so it was supposed to be Sheeta and Storm one-on-one, but they bumped it up because they needed something for the 200th episode of Dynamite. Um, and plus, I, think I think the women's match at all in the original one, there was a four-way, so they're just kind of, we did it at this pay-per-view, we'll just well, do it again at this one. Originally, it was going to be Storm and, and Hater, but Hater's injury is worse than thought, so she's not back. And then they switched to Storm and Sheeta, and then they jumped up that to TV, so now it's a four-way. And I think part of it is just to get Soraya on the card in England, which I hope that doesn't mean she's getting the belt because she's not that over there <laughs> in terms of, like, she's not going to get the superstar entrance that people may think she will. Uh, so I hope it's not her getting the title. Because I had heard her and Sky Blue had a match on Rampage to determine who gets there. I heard it was so fucking bad that it couldn't even be saved by editing. And I haven't watched Rampage yet, but I'll be able to confirm that when I do. Hmm. Apparently, it was I, the absolute drizzling shit. I just... My actual fear about this whole division is that Tony Storm lost the belt because uh, Thunder Rosa needs that back, brother. Well, she is on the comeback trail, dude. Yeah. And we know we that... Know, a, we all know the only person who got fucked by the Thunder Rosa injury and bullshit was Tony Storm. Yeah, I mean it uh, sucks not having Jimmy Hater here, man. That what a fucking breath of fresh air she was for this division, right? Uh, yeah, it hasn't been good since. But no, this, ha- that match is gonna suck. Yeah. Then we have a tag team coffin match as it's Darby <laughs> Allen and Sting 
taking on the mogul embassy of AR Fox and Swerve. I like the tag match. I'm not too sure about the coffin match bullshit, but but I like the match. I, yeah. I liked the storyline with Darby Allen and the mogul embassy and Sting's his buddy, so it makes sense. I'm fine with the match, and I'm actually that's one I'm actually looking forward to. But I don't know about this goddamn. What crazy spot Sting is going to do this time? Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's why it's going to be a coffin match. Honestly, probably nothing now. Like, he's probably done doing that dumb shit. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, then we have MJF and Cole for the world title as probably going to be the main of what will be the main oh, event. That'll but, definitely be the main event. But that's it for so far. We'll probably get Joe and Punk. But um, I don't. I don't know. Like, I kind of would just. Like, you've already sold the tickets, right? I would kind of save Joe and Punk for next week. For all out. Uh, I, I think Punk would have a problem with Creative Brother if he wasn't on Wembley. So then. So then, it just, so then that kind of leads me to what my issue is. And so it's just going to be a rematch the following week? For I don't know. That, that's, Man, a we, point. that's a good question. I, I don't know. In my notes I have for the show, it's like they're starting all out, and I think right now, uh, the week, the one match, there's no match. Oh wait, there's going to be, um, there's one match for all out right now, and it's uh, Luchasaurus versus Darby for the TNT title. Yeah, yeah, which I figured Darby wins. And we have uh, Powerhouse Hobbs challenging Miro for All Out. So, uh, Ooh, two... I like that match. Yeah. Sign me up. Two, two, you know, meaty men, right? Yep. I'm all for it. They have yeah. enough talent to not just do a whole bunch of rematches. Um, it's just, I wonder if they will or not. Mm-hmm. See that's why that's why I was questioning the I know the the tag match with MJF and Cole. It's like you have all this talent and you're gonna have them wrestle twice, but if you're because it's just for them to get you know more buys is the reasoning. Yeah, it's like you can either do a video package on zero hour of those two to maybe get mm-hmm. more buys, or you can do a live angle with them to be not to where the people are like, Well fuck now I gotta order to see what the hell happens to these two later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then it uh, looks like Ian Rick Bonnie's going back to ROH as Kevin Kelly's returning next week. More like he finally gets a piss break as he was doing <laughs> Ring of Honor and Collision on. He was out there for like six hours every night because they tape Ring of Honor with Collision. Don't drink the water underneath the desk. Yeah, don't do not drink that. Well, that um, that's, that's good what, for that's right. Yeah, it's good to have Kevin back, but I mean, Ian did a damn good job. I uh, wasn't too thrilled when Jr. came back to to do the main event with Punk and Starks, but you know, right? Well, but what do you mean, Corey? He 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 elevated the the show because it's Jr. More like, more like completely stepped all over Ian as he can't accept the fact that he's not the number one guy anymore. It's well, a classic Jr. Did yep. Well, Jr. got his full on entrance last night. He of course got he the, did. He got the entrance. You, you saw him walk down. 
<laughs> for the main event. So get out. Not again. JR is the goddamn Cowboy Joe S of wrestling. We're not fucking here to see you, bro. Jesus Christ. He will not step out into the pasture. He will not. You think Ric Flair's bad? JR's just as, if not worse. God damn, man. Your time's over, Jake, buddy. This Christ, terrible. Nothing well, personal. Contra- well, they're saying it's contract. I mean, for me, it's, for me, it's personal. Oh, yeah, I know that. What about his contract? <laughs> that it's up next month. I thought he re-signed. Oh, no. He did re-sign. Oh, did yeah, he? he oh, yeah. I must have missed that. Cause last you know, he, resigned, was... he resigned before he like went up before he got hurt or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, he ain't oh. going nowhere. Shit. You know, fucking Vince doesn't want him back. Are you kidding me? Although they're about... To, oh, dude, I'm... I am... It's going to be interesting once those... The paperwork and all that is supposed to be signed as of late September for that Endeavor deal to be completed. And they've already talked about how they're going to cut to the bone as soon as that deal's in place. Office and talent. Well, I mean, they, like, they're going to have to. Like, they spent $4.8 billion, I believe, on UFC in 2016 and haven't even finished paying that off yet. Jesus. Like, they... They're going to cut they their are, bones. They're drastically in debt. <laughs> I can't wait to see how stacked Impact's roster gets to be like early next year. <laughs> Just well, for bully rate thing. They can get Karen <laughs> Cross again, and they can get Top did, Dollar. And... Dude, did you hear what Michael Cole said about Karen Cross on SmackDown? No. My God. So did you see any of that? I saw it on Twitter. I, I saw the cross match, the botching saw, and all that. I saw the botching. So while that's going on, Michael Cole on Twitter, or not, I mean on commentary, just Riley says, yep, this is vintage AJ Styles, the consummate uh, veteran trying to get something out of nothing. Jesus. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Woo. I, I mean. If they release Top Dollar, uh, Michael Cole might quit because what else is he going to do with his life if he's not the shit on Top Dollar? Especially now if they take Cross. Because Jesus Christ, I was like, holy fuck that. That's stiff. I don't <laughs> like the guy, but that's stiff. I, I mean, we all know Vince McMahon has like his handpicked, you know, the voice of God kind of things. It used yeah. to be the Miz. Apparently, it's Michael Cole now. <laughs> yeah. Woo. That's not no, good. Miz, Miz is starting the feud with uh, LA Knight. Which actually makes all the sense in the world to get them. Uh, Knight's way oh. fucking over. I love Miz that. Is the perfect guy to get him to the next level. Because, like, Miz, like, <laughs> like in win loss, is bulletproof. He, him winning doesn't matter. Him losing doesn't matter. He just elevates everything. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Miz can cut a promo. The promos will be really good. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that at all. That's a good piece of business. Uh, unlike that bloodline shit. Damn. So let's bring up the bloodline since uh, the fallout happened on SmackDown, and basically it's Jimmy telling Jay that he didn't want him to be like Roman. And what a lame reason to turn on him. I didn't want you to get all egotistical like Roman dog. 
Yeah, and then um, Jay quits <laughs> the WWE, I guess. It's got to be real. They moved him to the alumni section. I mean, at least somebody followed up. Like, it's a nice little touch. Yeah, I don't mind that. The people online are fucking idiots. Um, like, my favorite line of that, though, was <laughs> Roman apparently channeling Corey. <laughs> like, after the Usos was done arguing, he was like, you fuckers don't matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately thought of Corey. It's true. Uh, I mean, I guess him quitting, quote unquote, if they did it the right way, would be smart because they want to somehow, some way, save Jimmy versus Jay for WrestleMania. That's eight months away. So I guess one way to get there is just to have him quit for four or five of it. I mean, <laughs> maybe he uh, is entering a program again. Maybe. I can't remember which one's the DUI, Jimmy, or Jay. I don't know. Maybe both of them. I yeah. just thought they were... Uh... They could just see the whole like he's. I'm on the Roman schedule now, so I'll be back when I feel like it. Uh, and then you well, can, uh, it's WWE booking, so I figure he quits. Let's see, they did this with Punk. So yep. what should have taken four months is means he'll be back next Friday. Mm-hmm. Or like there'll be cameras with like like he shouldn't be mentioned on TV until after Rumble. Yep. Then all of a sudden, like he costs fucking one of them, like. If like Jimmy or Solo were like the one of the last two in the Rumble, hundred percent fucks them out of winning. Like Jimmy specifically, like it's Jimmy and then whoever, and he fucks yeah. Jimmy out of winning. Yeah. And then you boom. Then that's not too far to book until Mania. But they won't do that at all. He'll be back no. well before Survivor Series. He, he he will be the surprise entrant in the Rumble. No, they're, they're, no, he'll wait for that. He'll he'll be fucking yeah. there two weeks from now. Yeah. When nothing happens, because they just they like, can't help themselves. That punk thing was handed to them on a goddamn platter. You could have had him go to fucking evolve and Ring of Honor and just carry that motherfucker around the world, and they just gave Free up on publicity. it. Publicity. Yep. Like he was signed, he wasn't going to go anywhere. You could tell him he's not allowed to work. Just show up on the like. Uh, anyways, yeah. they could do something like that here and make it interesting, but they won't. Because like what they're going to do is like. What's Jay doing now that he's not wrestling? There'll be cameras there, like obviously giving away he still works there. Like it's ugh. he'll be fucking working at a pizza joint in the back making the pizzas. <laughs> I'm gonna make this one extra oozy for you, dog. Hey, hey, they already got that character on AEW. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's same Pizzeria Uno or some shit. Yeah. I was just I was just imagining a skit where he's like someone wants him to make it extra good and he just chills out, I'm gonna make it extra oozy for you, dog. Ooh. I think it's a health violation if it's oozy. <laughs> I do not want my pizza extra oozy, thank you. Uh, one thing I want to bring up is how the women's well, tag good. team division is cursed. How um, well, those fucking belts are cursed. Deville, Sonya Deville got uh, torn an ACL on the SmackDown show a couple weeks ago. So uh, Chelsea Green is now doing auditions to make something out of this. So she's oh. posting people to do auditions. And sending videos in, and you know she's posting, retweeting them, and stuff on Twitter. I'm surprised she hasn't been stripped of the titles anyway, since her husband keeps wearing that belt all of his indie bookings. Yeah, he's a quarter of a one or something, and yeah, he says uh, she's half the tag champs. He's a quarter of them. And then his the person that's with him says that she's a quarter of a quarter of 
She's the tag like, champs. She's yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't realize championship I, belts went like that. I feel bad for Sonya. Yeah. She's she just had She's had the shit luck, man. It's it like she's had a shit luck the belts, you know. You give them the Bailey and Banks and then they sit on the floor and cry about losing and then whoever whoever won them got, you know, this most well, recently it's like was it? Sad. I feel bad that uh, Mercedes Monet is injured, but let's be honest. I think I think we were proven which one of those was actually sitting there crying on the floor about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like these last ti- four title runs for the women submissioners. What Raquel and Liv and uh, Liv gets hurt, so they have to lose the titles. Then they go to um Rhonda and Baszler and then they break up and they lose the titles via that way and then Raquel and Liv lose the titles again because Morgan is still hurt and then they go to Green and Deville and now she's hurt I have an awesome idea let's just get rid of the damn things and especially that you uh merge the NXT ones yeah I mean like I get it. It's nice to have a secondary belt for the women since there are like 15 on each roster now. Women, that is. So, I mean, I guess it's nice to have something for a couple of them to do while they're not in the main event. Well, let's be honest. While Charlotte's here, as soon as Charlotte leaves, someone else might be in the main event picture. (coughs) Rhea. (laughs) Now, somehow she's in the main event picture with never working. Don't worry about that. (laughs) Although they really should just take the belt off Rhea. She's. I. I mean, yeah. At this point. Sure. Well, I mean, what's it doing for? Like. She's... Yeah. Then we have. Uh, looks like Rollins' next feud is Shinsuke, so they're getting him off the uh, surfboard. I at least mean, it's something new. I'll take that from this company. It's something new, but. I mean. It's Shinsuke, and so he's he's not going to try. So the matches are going to be worse than Balor's matches. We went over this last week. The problem is there's nobody on Raw that's built up as a heel to be anything. So they just had to pick someone and go, okay, let's... Hopefully they're utilizing Shinsuke to just keep Rollins busy while they're actually building up a legitimate threat afterwards. But I wouldn't hold my breath. Um, someone we, so, right. Someone that we talked about kind of last week about how he's kind of been pointless since he's won his title was uh, Austin Theory and Rey Mysterio beat him for the title. So, yeah, what happens? What do you guys think would happen in Theory now that they, uh, you know, took the title off him and which he really didn't? You know, uh, he's never going to be on TV because he's on SmackDown which has less time than Raw to utilize people. And with the Bloodline storyline taking up 45 minutes of each episode, good luck getting on TV. Especially since they're obviously heating up Lashley and the Street Profits as some sort of new Hurt Business group. As a heel, it's going to be harder than ever for him to get TV time. Right. Um, By the way, speaking of SmackDown, did you... uh, Didn't you uh, like... uh, Casual Cole. Do you see him? 
wearing just like a button up and a jacket, no t- not like not suit, not like button up, no tie, just uh I don't think he was happy to be there. Yeah. They put him with with these two on SmackDown for a reason. That's to give that mouth breathy raw guy more 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 like training on the job because that's the dude that they've decided is gonna replace Cole one day when Cole leaves. So he's working with Cole on SmackDown to get some shit and to learn. But that but unfortunately for Cole, that means he's gotta work an extra day every week now. And I don't think he's too happy about it. Because we, I know we we've mentioned this before about how uh, there was rumors of Cole slowing down, and that's why we, uh, you know, went that route. But now it doesn't look like he's slowing down anytime. Or he wants to retire not when he's him. sixty, which is twenty twenty five, I think. Who who is this? Michael Cole. Cole. Michael Cole. Sorry, I uh, my internet died, so I had to switch. Uh, that and he huh. sucks. Um, uh, they they fucked they screwed it, dude. They had the, his replacement in Face Fuck Phillips, but now he's an impact. Oh well. Yeah, I like Tom Phillips. I don't I don't know why they got rid of. He's he really good. The ob- obvious heir apparent. He's really good in impact. It took a while though. It took him about six months. To get rid of all the WWE speak. And that's um, five weeks, five months and two weeks longer than what Vince expects you to do. You know. <laughs> right. But once he finally got rid of all those WWE speak terms, he, he just was himself again. He's really good at impact. Him and uh, Aiden English are the commentary team there. And they're both, they're pretty damn good. It you know with the commentary teams it's it's a it's you know the the difference difference of hey when we if you, when you watch AEW you have the three you know on Dynamite and you have the the two on on a collision cool. and it's like you listen to them and it's like it sounds like they want to be there and they sound like what they're enjoying but when you watch listen to a the raw raw the shows that don't have Cole, you know it's script. It's just read it by the script, read it by you know word for word. Well, it, that's so the difference. It doesn't sound genuine. WWE does not want you to sound like you're enjoying yourself, which is why I'm surprised this latest iteration of Michael Cole has been accepted because he actually sounds like he's into it and cares. They don't want that. They want what they want is fucking cold ass uh, announcing. It could be done on any sports program USA. Uh, like if a robot Howard Cosell existed. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. Yeah. Except nobody who's ever touched that company, including Kevin Kelly, is Howard Cosell. That's true. But then again, He's I think made- it's more based... I think it's more based on the fact that Vince McMahon himself spent the better part of the 70s doing a Howard Cursell impersonation as the commentator for that company. What a maneuver. I I get the idea of making it more of a a sports-based presentation. That I understand, and it's the right call. 
But how Vince wants them to announce and all of the plugs they have to do and the weird inflections, the weird times, and like specific verbiage they have to use, you none of it sounds natural. Like Howard Cursell sounded like him and like Vince Scully and Chick Hearn and all the greats were very natural and it sounded conversational. Like a yep. Vince Scully or a Howard Cosell broadcast was like a podcast 50 years ago, right? It was just a free-flowing idea with play-by-play mix-in, which is not what happens here. No, not at all. No, that's because they're legends. Good luck getting a legend like that ever doing wrestling. Like that's besides the point. I mean, honestly... They had Morrow and fucked him out of it. Like, that was the closest they were ever going to get. He might be the greatest <laughs> combat sports announcer of all time when you factor in wrestling, MMA, and boxing. And they were like, yeah, go fuck yourself, wimp. Like, they, they drove him to another fucking breakdown. So, like, Jesus. They had it. Idiots. 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 They're never going to get it back. It is what it is at this point. Yeah. Um, that's why when you watch when you uh, watch uh, WWE, it's either muted or you have a lot of people talking over it, so you don't hear what they're what the uh, what they're trying to say. Unless it's McAfee, then you're like, because let's face with, it, he ain't ever coming back. Yeah, no. I know. Yeah. Um. What else do we have? We have a, the G1. Is done. Yeah, it concluded. I got. I finished the final match a couple hours ago. And it's too bad. I, mean, I was gonna say it's too bad that the uh, that the that the it, it finished when it did because finally the, the semifinals there was a match to to recommend to you guys, but we'd already done the homework. So let's talk about well, who uh who won. The so what was the, the, guess, what the semifinal? I guess what was the semifinal match first, and then go to the finals. The semifinal matches were. It came down to the final four. Kazuchika Okada defeated Evil for the fucking that <laughs> Evil made the, the final eight. <laughs> final four. <laughs> fucking hell. And then and that match was not the one I was going to recommend. However, Howard. Uh. Tetsuya Naito defeated Will Ospreay to go to the finals. And that match, guys, I gave four and three quarters. That match was I phenomenal. Saw, I saw some of the highlights on that one. And I was like, it was Jesus. Phenomenal. I mean, it was so good. And so, and then the finals, uh, Tetsuya Naito defeated Okada. So, Naito, Ooh. the lights were not too bright in the G1. As Naito mm-hmm. will go to Wrestle Kingdom to challenge, at the moment, Sonata for the title, which kind of makes sense. Sonata left Los Ingobernables when he won the title to form his own group, so it kind of makes sense that he'd take on Naito at Kingdom. Ah. He's been slowly going through all the former members. So, Corey, my question for you then, as someone who is uh, plugged into Japanese wrestling, yes, is that a Kingdom main event? No. Uh, in all fairness. Yeah. But it's... I get. So here's the deal. This is a, re, this is a rebuilding unit. They have a lot of young guys who they're intent on making big names. They all did fairly decently in the G1. They're 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 on the come up, but New Japan isn't a group that's going to just push someone all the time. 
straight to the top and say, here's here's a dude. They're going to slowly build him up. Slowly get the fans behind him so that it sticks. So they're still doing that, but they're not quite ready yet with all of them. So they're kind of making do. And this year, they felt the need to get the belt off Okada and give someone else a chance. And they went with a guy who'd been there a while, Sonata, a guy who everybody at one time figured would be a champ. Who They finally gave him a go, but it just hasn't worked. He's a good enough wrestler, but he's not good enough to be that guy. But, you know, I don't blame him. They had to take a chance. You never know until you finally give him the go. It just hasn't worked out that well. He's not that guy. So unless they have him lose it earlier, which they could, I would assume Naito's going to beat him next year. They'll have Naito with the belt until one of those young guys is in their eyes ready to become a main eventer. And then they'll probably beat Naito and they'll start the new the new era, as it were. But they're in transition and they're just doing what they can to get to where those young guys are ready to be the dudes. Because Tanahashi, he's tired. Do you see Okada coming to America then? Nah, he'll stay there. He'll 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 be the dude that's always there. If any of those guys like, uh, you know what? Okay, here is it's it's Bret Hart. He's Bret Hart to New Japan. He ain't ever gonna go anywhere unless they fuck him over. And he'll be there as the stopgap if the young guys that they thought they were going to go to just aren't working, like a Diesel or a Sean. Then Okada will always be there to take the belt back and be the guy until you can come up with another plan. He, he's your Bret Hart at this point. Hi, Bryce. Yeah. I, I did watch that, that, the finals this time around um, today as well. And it's just that funny and kind of sad thing just because of we follow wrestling all that you know and i i i you know i read about new japan so i don't really i follow it but i don't really you know watch it yeah and it's the sad thing to see that naito winning the g1 and it's his third straight well he didn't win three in a row okada had won two in a row but uh oh, it's okay. his third he won three. the way they were the way they were it was his third straight this would um, have been Okada's third straight. Oh, okay. Uh, but but yeah, it's just like not game. hearing it, yeah. It was overall a good match. That popped, though, when he was hitting his finisher. Oh, yeah. See, what, what didn't, what, what sucks for New Japan, too, is that they were ready to go with a new class of guys in 2020. And then the pandemic happened. Like they had Shingo Takagi, Will Ospreay, and Kota Ibushi all got their world title runs during that time, and they were supposed to be the next wave. But that all got wiped out. I mean, Obushi's not even there anymore. Shingo wrestled in front of empty crowds. And Osprey's contract's up in January. So they never got a chance to run with that new era of main event guys because mm-hmm. the pandemic just killed it dead. So now they, they found themselves in a situation where the older dudes like Naito and Tanahashi shouldn't be main eventing Tokyo Dome anymore, but they never got a chance to get that group over to where they needed to be, and they're not quite there yet with the new group, so they got to stretch them out another year or so. That's what's going on. Where Okada, though, is in that... Okada's in his prime, but you don't want to just have him non-stop at the belt for year on, year out. You know, you need to give other people a chance to be built up. 
So now you're you're just trying. You're trying to get through until those guys are ready. Okay. Um, Corey, what was the homework we had Le- well, leading we watched, up to the? Yeah, we watched Will Osprey and El Fantasmo final night of the B block. Uh, night six, fifteen, I believe, fourteen, maybe. There's, they all run together, brother. When you watched every one of them. <laughs> uh, I think it was like night sixteen or fifteen. Yeah, seventeen. One of the two. It's one of those. Yeah. <clears throat> and I thought that was a really good match. I like. I think El Fantasmo is another one. He's a young guy who I think they're wanting to build into something there, and I think he will get there. It's just not time yet. He had been a heel for so long that it's going to take a while to get him over as a baby face. Um, this one was night 14. Okay, yeah. I knew it was one of those. And I knew a match with Osprey would be good for him because they, they can both work that style. And I thought uh, it was really picked up towards the end. Yeah, I super like this match. I have never seen El Fantasmo wrestle. Uh, and so watching him, I had a thought. I wonder what you guys think of it. I think he is a better version of Adam Page. Ooh, I never thought about that. I think he does all the stuff Adam Page thinks he can do better. I do like El Fant- I'm really high on El Fantasmo. The thing like, is, if, you, if you'd have seen him a year earlier, you wouldn't even believe this is the same guy. Yeah. Because he was a, this was, he was a baby face the entire time in, in Canada and Great Britain, but when they brought him over... They made him just a shitbag bullet club heel. I mean, he <clears throat> he would do all of these generic, like breaking the back, poking the eyes, kicking the nuts, just like nothing redeemable about him at all. And then he would do a backflip, but like taunt the crowd. I mean, just your total douchebag heel. Yep, and I now, remember those. Yeah, and then now you can see what he's really like. I mean, we saw him live in Eugene uh, last year, Joe. Yeah, pow, yeah. Yeah, he was awesome in that at that pow show. Yes, he was. But he's good. He's real good, and I have high hopes for him. Yeah, it was it was a fun match. Uh, Osprey again showing why he's like the best in the world. Uh, I, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Joe. Hold on. Okay, before we move on. Yeah, I you know. As someone who admittedly does not watch a lot of Japanese wrestling, uh, doing this homework this last month, I have watched, you know, quite a bit now. Uh, Osprey isn't my favorite wrestler. He never will be, to be honest. But, you know, I really see the argument of why he might be the best in the world. He He is is super solid. He's so good. He's, yeah. And it's. And it's a completely different Osprey from Flippy Flippy Osprey that got all the headlines like seven years ago. Yeah. He could still do some of that stuff, but he's such mm-hmm. a different worker. Yeah, yeah, he is. I was going to ask, Corey, your thoughts on him changing the U.S. title to the U.K. title? Well, as an Anglophile, I loved it, and I think it's, it's high bloody time. <laughs> Plus, that's a nice-looking belt with the Union Jack on it, just saying it. <laughs> it Typical colonizers. Better. Typical yep. colonizers. Yeah, happy treason day, you grateful columns. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what was the uh, second match? Uh, hold on, it was... Not, not as good. <laughs> oh, no, it was uh, Naito and Tanahashi. Yeah. yeah. Which, 
it was okay. It doesn't hold a candle to what those two were doing five years ago. But it was still a super solidish match that I thought was a good contrast to the the Yano match we saw with Tanahashi. First of all, how dare you? Whereas, like, Naito isn't quite as old as Tanahashi and isn't quite as washed. So with a person who can still go, Tanahashi can still have a good match. Not a great match, but a good match. Um, Naito, though, I I wish the Osprey one would have happened earlier because, fuck, I mean, goddamn, I gave it four and three quarters. That Naito-Osprey match was nuts. I, it's, I mean, I would say it's related. It's not related at all, but Toru Yana made me think of it. So, uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, they, uh, something like wrestling had come up at some point, and they were asking, like, they started being joking and asked, like, I would love to see an Invisible Man wrestle, and they were all, like, making a funny haha about it. So I sent them the Invisible Stand versus the Invisible Man match on YouTube. <laughs> Did they watch it? I, I have not gotten confirmation that they've watched it yet, but they have seen the tweet for sure. Gotta Amazing. That'd be awesome. Um, I'll bring this up now since I forgot. Uh, about Adam Page. One CM Punk cut a little promo after Collision last night. Um. And his quotes goes thusly. Uh, there was a sign in the crowd that said, uh, Carolina is hangman country. And oh, my God. Oh, fucking Christ. Punk goes, uh, Carolina is hangman country, huh? Uh, earlier today, I went to the local supermarket, and I figured uh, out why they call him hangman. It's because the pegs in the toy aisles are full of hangman action figures because nobody wants to buy them. He's a peg warmer. Unlike me who move merchandise, pop ratings, sell toys. You got everybody in AEW saying, I'm the heart, I'm the soul, I'm the spirit. Well, the objective, what says uh, uh, subjective in quotations after the uh, objective, what's a fact is that people who certainly aren't the chin of AEW because the lights go out faster than what? GTS. I don't know what uh, I'm trying to do. I got rocked too. I told the House of Black no chops, and they chopped me, so I'm mad right now. <laughs> uh, I mean, typical punk. My only complaint with that is, if they're not going to work with you, why continue doing it? It's, it doesn't help anything. Now, if they were going to like work a match, I'd be all for it. Yeah. I, I guess my counter to that would be, then, why do the Young Bucks exist? That's all they do in their life. Uh, but... Not but, on TV. But this was, I wasn't it for the live crowd, though? No, this is uh, after, after uh, yeah. Collision. Yeah, live crowd. So this is, yeah. That's what I mean, like it wasn't streamed. on. Yeah, 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 it yeah, yeah. So how did you see it? Because it gets streamed and put on social media. As does everything the Young Bucks film. They film themselves taking a shit and jacking off, and they put that on their fucking yeah, but, show. So but it's the same. But who, no, because who watches that shit? Joe. No. no, no. Come on, no. Joe. You got you got young buck posters in the garage. We know what's up. Shush. Uh, God damn it. I actually, Least like of all the iterations, like I I don't even remotely want another Hangman Punk match. That match was terrible. Like, and that and that does 
I mean, nothing for business. Adam Page means nothing. Like, at least Omega and the Bucks mean something to that company. Page is a non-entity. I I don't know, dude. I agree with Omega. I think... I'm not sure what Page means to business, but I don't think the Bucks mean that much anymore. I think the first couple years here they did. I don't know what they still bring now. I agree with you, but they, like, at least in a match with Punk and or FTR, it means something. Page against anybody means fuck all yeah yeah that that i yeah that part i like uh, that bucks hardy's match like does anybody give a fuck like jesus christ i was depressed watching it it's fucking sad dude i was like this is terrible god damn (laughs) and then and then of course the bucks are going to go out to bang bang club the guns is upcoming week to derail (laughs) them I mean, the Bucks are learning after Jericho, under that yep. Jericho learning tree. Like, who? Wait a minute, the guns are getting over. Well, I think it's time we take a super kick party to collision. And then uh, a match that's going to happen, uh, by the way, um, Jeff Jarrett versus one Jeff Hardy in a Texas massacre or Texas Chainsaw Texas Massacre Chainsaw death, death match. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> it's, a, it's another one of the yeah. WBD tie-ins. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what. Uh, there's no new movie coming out, is there? No, there is. Yes, there a is. is there? It's a game. It's a game. Oh, uh, the movie. Game the movie. Death. The movie already came out like years ago on, on Netflix. All right. So yeah, it's it's, they make a lot of money on these crossovers. So am I excited for it? No, but business wise, do I get it? Oh yeah. But Jeff Jarrett, you know what I mean? Like it's just, that's the, I think that's just the crazier part. It's like you have everybody on that roster that you could cut a death match with jeff hardy and it's like nope we're gonna put jared in well then i have faith for it um, i'm not completely no selling it because jared's in the i mean something the question bad. is in the video game can you use el Cabong? that's all i want to know i don't probably not well, sadly then, maybe. what the fuck are we doing right. <laughs> he was uh jared was on one of my uh one of my podcasts i listened to and he uh, el Cabong the host at the end that's awesome. that's it's awesome. like that checks out the farm report? No. <laughs> um, Dark Side of the Ring was this week, and it was the season finale, and it was the most hyped one since day one of this upcoming season for one Mari Gennetti, and it's the lowest ratings of the year. Now, we I know mean, this one hit. Well, I know this one hit close to home there, Joe, for you. Christ. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get. Uh, Another family member interview with Joe. I'm, I'm kind of shocked, to be honest. Like, the turmoil, it, it happened in your lifetime growing up without a father. It's weird. <laughs> this is, this, um, I haven't watched it yet, but, oh, my God, people are, it, yikes. It's, uh, it's, it's somehow exactly what you want a Marty Jannetty episode to be, and not enough of a Marty Jannetty episode. Yeah. He's immediately went on social media and said there were a bunch of lies in this episode, to which this was the first time I was like, yeah, I don't believe that. I believe it might have been 100% shoot. <laughs> but what's funny of- about that criticism is that most of the show was just his quote-unquote friends saying he lies. Yeah. Basically, it's all them going, well, he says a lot, and I don't know what's true and what's not anymore. Probably none. And but then like right after the show went, they're like, yeah, there's like 
maybe a whole you could probably do a whole season of just Janetti with all the dark side of the Janetti. Well, that implies there's a light side. Yeah, there's none. So, like, it's unfortunate this got the ratings that it did. I mean, Vice as an entity is dead. So, like, you know. But, like, the side of the ring. The not even just, I mean, last week didn't help for sure, but like the shit run of shows leading up to this didn't do it any favors. This was a terrible season. Yeah. It was um, like Vice is, you know, they filed for bankruptcy and Vice is just only reason why they're still around is because of Dark Side of the Ring, because Dark Side of the Ring then brought, you know, it's like the early, the 2000s, the I love the 90s, 80s, 70s shows. It's the dark side of the 2000s, dark side of the NFL, the NBA, uh, the music industry. And it's just like it's it's the same trope that they're trying to, you know, spin off of the idea of, well, we got one big hit with Dark Side of the Ring, so let's do it in every category possible and every, every side of entertainment, and none of them are working. And that's why they filed for bankruptcy. But, yeah, I for this match, for this show episode, it was, it was entertaining. It was the Marginetti, you know, his swollen foot was disgusting. Um, Did they say how he got hurt? Did I miss something? They, they basically said that he's been working on a, like an injured ankle for like years now. And it's just one of those like he re-agitates it all the time. And then like he just did it again. And but this time it's, uh, you know, like worse than before. Because they showed those highlights of him working those like indie shows like five years ago, and then it's just him like hurting his ankle and limping around and stuff. So, Corey, I wanted to ask you a question about this. Yeah. So, because I don't remember the match or the story, that dude that he theoretically injured or crippled or whatever happened. There was no theoretically about it. He crippled that guy. So in 1990, they showed the clip. I don't know. How is that Marty's fault? It's not Marty's fault. The guy tucked his head. It basically what he gave him was a famous. Yeah. But the guy tucked his fucking head and just broke his neck. On it. But like. Not Marty's fault. But they. But he took (laughs) the blame because the guy said, oh, malicious. I guess the guy lied about his experience and didn't really know how to work. And fucking, that's what happens when you get in the ring and you lie about it. You don't know how to take bumps, and then boom. He ended up getting millions of dollars. He got $10 million from like, yeah. the combo of Marty and WWE. Yeah. That was brutal. That was a huge thing for a number of years. Because mm-hmm. it took to like 94 and 95 to, for that to be settled. Is that when they started doing the don't try this at home stuff? Yeah. Yep. They had to pay out on that shit. And I'm like, eh, don't try this at home. <laughs> or maybe just don't accept anybody to come in and work as job guys. Do, a, do some fucking homework. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued, interested by the 
if they were doing, you know, depending on what happens with Vice and where if Dark Side goes somewhere else. But like, my joke is this is a, would be a fitting uh, bad season. Just be like, well, it's our last season because, you know, we. Another thing you could blame Marty for. If they were going to continue this series, like they kind of need a kind of a format refresh, but also some place like Netflix where you could have an uncensored kind of more documentary style, I think would work better on this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Plus, I think like, I mean, I think so too, and like, I mean, yeah, you could come up with a list of other great ideas, but like. It's mostly just going to be, oh, look, he was on drugs, he murdered somebody. Like, it's the same stories now, just different characters. Yeah. Like, the Owen the Owen and the Benoit episodes, you're never going to top those, so, you know. Those were the highlights. That's, that's when it peaked. Well, that helps, too, that they also... I know they put their time and effort in every episode, but, like, with those two, they... Each of those yeah. were both like, do they? <laughs> well, in some, in some, but I'm just saying those two were both an hour and a half episode, you know, two hour episodes. Like they were, you know, they, they were both two parters while, you know, as we were jokingly said, Marginetti is like a five part episode, you know, five whole season alone. You can tell which ones they, uh, tried on harder than the others. So, but, um, yeah, that's a shame that Marty didn't get the, his, uh, the ratings again. Cause they, like I said, they were, they were boosting that one like crazy since like you guys, you got Marty Janetti, you can miss all the, see all the episodes, but Janetti, that's the one you got to watch. And then. We got Vince Russo the Vince Russo the week before to saying bro. Now he's saying uh, Riddle stole his bro gimmick or something. I don't know. Oh my god! Because oh I, I don't know if you know this, but Vince Russo invented br- the word bro. That's what did that's. He, did he know that that and Ronda Rousey's going going to be at Wrestle Kingdom? That's what I've heard. That's what my source says. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I've heard. I've heard that uh, Ronda Rousey taken on uh, Okada in the, in the dome. Since they got nothing for him to do, yeah, he, he's taking on Okada. Yeah. She is, so yeah, uh, that's, what, I that's mean, what we've heard. That's what can, we've heard. Can we get Ronda Rousey versus Minoru Suzuki? That's what I want to know. Oh, I want him to elbow her in the face so fucking bad. <laughs> I would almost pay whatever I had to pay to make it happen. <laughs> you know, hashtag. WrestleMania to London, hashtag Rousey to Wrestle Kingdom. Well, don't worry, you know, uh, Enzo's going to New Japan already, looks like. To all Japan? Uh, to New Japan. Uh, what? Well, um, shut that shit down. Good run, new good run, New Japan, shut it down. So what? Yeah, let me, let me, <laughs> let me. Wait, hold yeah. up, Joe, is this a Meltzer story? Because you got to double check your sources here, buddy. Well, let me check right now for you. Uh, Bleach Report. I wouldn't believe it. That he's making his debut at the New Japan uh, All Star Junior Festival in the uh, in Philadelphia. Oh, that's just a. No, it's a house show. Hey. That's not a okay. New Japan. That's just a 
Hiromu Takahashi's doing a junior festival in America. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you almost get Corey a heart attack. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I know they're in a rebuilding year, but uh, what? God damn. <laughs> God damn, pal. It's going to be Enzo. Yeah. How can That's we rebuild? We need. we need Enzo. That's right, Jesus brother. Christ. Dude, Uh-oh. bringing an Enzo to New Japan is like bringing Adventures or WCW to save the day. Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah, why, why? What is happening here? Oh, it's the match I've been waiting for, quote unquote. I'm watching Soraya versus Sky Blue. Oh, oh. I, I'm not I mean, to ra- we're, we're gonna wrap it up. So, <laughs> you just gotta watch, oh. wait for Sky Blue to turn around. That's all that matters in that match. I mean, I- yes. We'll we'll leave this on a cliffhanger, and that um, will be oh, that. I don't, uh, think, I don't think we need to. I think we just assume it blows ass. <laughs> <laughs> no cliffhanger uh, needed here, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, no cliffhanger here, but get your tickets now for uh, Powerpuff Wrestling's Wicked Games at Powerpuff Wrestling. And let's get Jeff there. God damn it! I'm working on it. Hey, I am Jeff. working on it. Jeff, don't be a fucking coward. How about that? Nah, his family is going to take most of his time. Elkabong, yeah. the family, come to Palpa Wrestling. And I can understand that to a certain extent with what's going on, but uh, come on. Get Again, to the wrestling yeah. show. Right. Go your uh, tickets now at palparowrestling.com or <laughs> palparowrestling.eventbrite.com or No Cell Entertainment. Also, get your uh, tickets for Cheap Pops at eugeneartshouse.com. That's a great name for a show. That's so good. It is. It is, it is a cheap pop. That's so good. How can you fuck up getting backslid? All you have to do is fall get, down. You know. I but mean, the fact get, that, that they fucked it up explains why the match is happening. How did we think she was good back in the day? Well, I mean, compared to, you know, the models they had. I mean, she was... What's, what's Cornette saying? Mildred Burke? Yeah. Yeah, she was Mildred Burke compared to fucking uh, Summer Ray. Kelly Kelly. Ugh. Yeah, you're Jesus right. Jesus right. Christ. Well, but not, you can see- I mean, in her first night, you know, AJ put it over. She's nice. What a mistake that was. <laughs> oh, man, this is Jim Ross. Commentary is needed here. It's bowling shoe <laughs> ugly. <laughs> well, you can you can go to uh, nocellentertainment.com where you can not hear any J, uh, Jim Ross's commentary. How did that cross body block end in scissoring? Whoa, whoa! Is this for like a clean match? I, I gotta watch that match again for like two seconds. Uh, how did it end up being a scissor? And Daddy ass is nowhere to be found. Wow. What you can where you can find Noso on the socials on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram at Noso E N T. Joe like Jeff back, just plug it along. <laughs> you got he keeps making a comment, so I got to find a way to you know roll with it. Oh, she's got them British bulldog boots to the back of the to the back of the head. <laughs> where you can stop your ears to Apple Podcast, Spotify, and wherever. You listen to No Cell Entertainment and all your podcasts.